So if y'all been listening to the show for mm, maybe the last six months, y'all know that therapy, and when I talk about therapy, it's probably um, my most vulnerable and transparent moments. You know, like it's probably why I expose myself to the listeners or the, the world wide web or whatever the most. Right. And even my biggest post on TikTok is like a million views on this post about me talking about therapy, what I learned in therapy, uh, sex addiction and all these things, uh, home invasion, all the shit I went through as a kid. So when I talk about therapy is a very vulnerable space for me. And um, this is going to be probably one of the more vulnerable episodes that I give you all. Right. And um, this is the last episode of the August series of me posting every day and i saved this one for last on purpose it's not gonna be super long but um i want to be real about my experience with therapy where i am with therapy right now and uh how i feel about things you know so let's get to that bro i really think i can hit any bitch how could you say that how could you have that mentality that's Why is it so hard to get some hair from yo bitch? It's easier to get hair from a brand new bitch. Unrelatable. Yo bitch. <laughs> you can't have no expectations if that if you looking for this, but you fucking with niggas who not looking for that. That nigga gotta be on the same type of time you own for you to get exactly what you want. So what you bring to the table? If you don't bring shit to the table, nigga, you better sweep my motherfucking wax the flows on the way to that bitch. All right, man. Um, it's crazy when I hit an intro. <laughs> when I hit my own intro to the show, it, it, it just reminds me of how much, you know, I've grown as a person over the years. Because some of the shit in the intro I would say was just crazy. It, it, it's hilarious to listen to. Um, not that I disagree with a lot of shit I was saying, but it's just some shit that I wouldn't say now. <laughs> I guess I do disagree with a little bit. It's still hilarious, though. Um, it's just a funny thing to hear, to hear myself talking crazy like that. But here we are. Here the fuck we are, man. Um, this is the last episode of the August, the August series, and I appreciate appreciate y'all rocking out with me for this whole thing. Um, these are the most monologues I've ever done. I think I'm getting better at monologuing and kind of doing the show by myself at times. Um, moving forward, these monologues will be behind a Patreon wall. Um, Every now and then, I might drop one on the regular, you know, streaming services where, where you're hearing this at right now. I appreciate all y'all again for <clears throat> rocking with me. And then you'll, you'll still get your episode with me and Cam on Wednesdays. Um, it's been a lot going on FC Network. Um, I don't know if y'all follow the team and stuff like that, but Jody is a huge part of FC Network as far as just getting shit done. She has provocative podcasts. Um, y'all just heard her on two straight episodes I dropped during August. Uh, her father passed um so we and her father passed before fc network like right before fc network weekend he was supposed to come to atlanta with us for battle of the set it was just like a big like it was a crazy thing crazy crazy thing man um r.i.p to him r.i.p to mr thurman robertson um great dude the last time i saw her was at jody graduation she just graduated with her masters a couple months ago man so shout out to jody um rest in peace to to mr robertson and uh very supportive, very, very supportive father. Um, 
most packed funeral I've ever been to. I've ever been to. But I'm saying all that to say that there's been a lot going on at FC Network. Um, Cam has been, you know, making different transitions in her life and things like that. But in September, we getting back to it. So me and Cam will still be dropping every Wednesday. Um, me and Jody got something coming called Freaky Friday. You know, Jody with the provocative podcast, she she go crazy with the sex shit. Um, and I want to get into talking about sex a little bit more because sex is a big part of dating. So me and Jody going to do a little series called Freaky Friday where we're going to drop some Friday episodes on tarot and podcasts with, you know, me and Jody. And hopefully that could trans that could, you know, switch a lot of y'all over to provocative podcast because she'd be on her podcast talking her shit, too. You know what I'm saying? She part of the FC Network team and she drop on Wednesdays, too. So y'all have two things to listen to every Wednesday. Well, yeah, she drop on Wednesday. So you can listen to me and Cam on Wednesday, listen to provocative on Wednesday and then. On Freaky Fridays, you can listen to me and Jody. That's going to be like a limited series. We're probably going to run it for a month or two. All right. Um, but again, this is the last monologue that y'all might hear from me for a minute. Unless y'all got the Patreon. Um, again, I'm encouraging everybody to hit me up for the Discord link so I can put y'all in the Discord. Now, the Discord typically runs through Patreon. So naturally, you will have to be in the Patreon to get in Discord. But for right now... I'm trying to just get everybody in Discord just around the Patreon, like not even going through Patreon. Just get you directly in the Discord for free and build it up. And then after that, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody else who come after that, I have to just go through Patreon and get in Discord. All right. So that's where we at right now. Uh, get into the content of what I want to talk about right now. How I feel about therapy, where I'm at with therapy right now. It's a very, it's been a very interesting journey, a very long journey. I've been in therapy for three years. Shout out to my therapist, Diana Jean Lewis. She's grown me a lot, like a lot. I feel like I've grown. I've had 10 years of growth in the last three years. Uh, she's transformed me a lot. I just met a young lady, um, and I can't think of the name right now. I feel bogus. Uh, I think it's Leisha. Sorry if I uh, got the name wrong, but um, she she just told me, I was just DMing the other day, and she was telling me she'd been following the show since the Facebook days when we first started, which is crazy. Like, that's like the beginning, the beginning. So I'm like, damn, it was crazy to um, to hear somebody say that. But anybody who's been watching the show for that long, even half of that time, like, y'all could probably see the the shift in my mind state from when I was talking about just straight slutting bitches out and, and crazy shit to what it is right now. And we're going to get back to some, we're going to get back to the fun, fun shit, you know, and uh, we're going to keep it educational as well. But it's been a lot of growth and it's been all due to therapy. But right now, I'm in a space with therapy where I feel as though I need to take a break from therapy. There's two main reasons I'm taking a break from therapy. Reason number one is I feel like I'm too understanding. Like if, the, if, if there's a such thing, I do feel like I'm too understanding. And reason number two is I kind of feel like therapy made me lose my dark side. And I want it back a little bit. I'm going to get to that part later because I know that shit might sound a little crazy, but I'm going to get to that part. So the first thing, being too understanding. Um, therapy has made me a very understanding person, and I think that that's a, a beautiful thing. And what I mean by that is, uh, for example, uh, before therapy, let's say I'm dating a chick and her ex is still like, let's say we just met and her ex is still kind of in the picture a little bit. I used to be like, Fuck no, like I ain't fucking with you. Or really any nigga. Like in the picture a little bit, I used to kind of feel like, uh, she got a nigga in the picture. I might still fuck with her, but I'm not gonna do XYZ. I'm not taking home dates. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Therapy kind of taught me how to mind my business in the sense of like 
it's natural for people to be talking to somebody when you met them. Like that's people are living their fucking lives, and then you you stepped in, and it, it ain't gonna fit the way you want it to be. Like it's their life; they doing what they need. They out here being the person that they need to be for themselves. They're not being who you need them to be. They just met you today, so it's that. But then also, even on a deeper level, understanding that like women, a lot of times women have pressure on them to of their body count. And even when a woman out loud say she don't care about how niggas feel about her body count, a lot of women care about their own body count. Like they kind of put that pressure on themselves. Some, a lot of women do. Like some women really will go back and fuck their ex when they single because they don't want to add another body, especially not knowing if the sex is gonna be good or not. Like so they feel like, damn, I added this body and this nigga sex was whack as fuck and I'm never gonna fuck him again. Like that was pointless. I could have just went and fucked my ex. So when I'm when I run into a girl who's still dealing with her ex in some capacity. Now, I'm, I might pay attention to it, but I'm not automatically canceling her out because, you know, depending on how the situation, how it ended, I might really thoroughly believe. Like, I, I can see you not wanting to be with your ex at all. Like, I can believe that you don't want to be with this nigga, but you still fucking them because you don't got shit else to do right now. You was in a situation, it didn't work out, so you went back to the previous nigga to fuck him a deal with him because it might be fun, just some shit to do until you meet your next nigga. So the ex is just a placeholder. And we need to do an episode about that. I've been meaning to do an episode about placeholders for the longest. So me and Cam going to jump into the placeholder shit because that's big. And that's like a big part of relationships and dating that I think we all need to understand. Some people, are, you need to understand when somebody is dealing with a placeholder that you shouldn't feel threatened by. And you need to understand when you're being, when you're, when you are the placeholder. Because people will send you the fuck off and how you thinking that you really got a spot when you really just holding a spot. You holding a park for a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, when that motherfucker, when they find that right motherfucker and they pull up, they going to get you the fuck up out of here. Women do it and men do it too. That's another conversation for another day. But therapy has, like, introduced me to all these different concepts. And a lot of things that get talked about on the podcast is things that I learn in therapy. Whether I'm saying that in the moment or not, it's a lot of the shit I learned in therapy. So... Um, yeah, so that's that's a big thing. Like, all right, you you know, you fuck with your ex, all right. What's the situation? All right, cool. You ain't fucking with that nigga for real. You just, you know, need some dick in between time. I'm here now. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But I, I I just got here, so I understand like that nigga's still in the picture for a minute. We get it. But that nigga gotta go though. However, that's the good part of how therapy has made me more and another another way therapy has made me understand it. I will say is not taking things personal, understanding that a lot of times people take the path of least resistance, right? So whether I'm trying to date somebody who I dated in the past and they, you know, decide to go a different way or whatever the case may be, it's like that person made that decision because it was what's best for them. That shit has nothing to do with me. I don't have to internalize it. I don't have to feel like she picked this nigga over me or whatever the fuck the case may be. Like... Even if it's a chick that I was previously in love with, whatever the case may be, I thought we had this history and she wouldn't did this. Like, that shit don't got nothing to do with me. I don't need to compare myself to another nigga. I don't need to wonder why she went this way or why she, what, what was the thinking pattern. Like, that shit don't got nothing to do with me. Nothing. Like, I'm not taking nothing personal, and a decision that nobody make for their life. I cannot take none of that shit personal. You know what I'm saying? Like people do what's easiest for them in a lot of cases. And it's people, it's, it's been times, and I learned that because it was I was in a situation where I was trying to fuck with somebody who I fucked with in the past. We had a serious situation in the past. I was trying to double back, figure it out. She wasn't fucking with it. And 
you know, I had to, you know, I talked to my therapist about it and I had to learn, like, you know, you, 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 you know, you did some damage to that person. That person would rather fuck with somebody who's not an uphill battle who they can fuck with somebody they can just get the benefit of the doubt out like out the gate. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what come with that person, what what don't come with that person, but they can take that person at face value versus trying to believe that you changed when you hurt that person in the past. And we've talked about that on, on the podcast multiple times. So even not just not internalizing the decisions that other people make, right? And learning that in a sense of romance and intimacy is one thing, but I also took that into every other aspect of life because in a in a in a sense of romance and in, intimacy, that's a very intense lesson to learn because there's more emotions involved. So if I can learn that in a situation where there's a ton of emotions involved, I can definitely take that to a business aspect where it's not really emotions involved. Somebody make a certain business move or, you know, I bring an idea to somebody and they decide like, yeah, we ain't doing that. We we going to go do this or, you know, we going to do the same thing with somebody else. Like, I'm not taking that shit personal. Like, I'm not fucking with you business wise, but I'm also not like I'm not mad about it. Like, I get it. Like people do what's best for them. It was cheaper for you to do to take what I what I put on the table and try to do it yourself than to try to do it with me. Right. You ain't going to get the same shit done because. You ain't got the original idea. Like, I'm the architect. You're trying to build the building without the architect. So it ain't going to work out the way. You ain't going to do the shit that I'm finna do. But at the end of the day, like, you made your move. I ain't fucking with you business-wise. But I'm also not mad about it. Like, I'm not I'm not hot about the shit. It's like, okay, I get it. Bad move, but I get it. Therapy has helped me a lot in that way. However, when you are a very understanding person, you become a very forgiving person. Because you can see the good in everybody, no matter what they do, because you're you're always actively trying to understand why they did what they did. You're not even trying. You just do. You just get it like, OK, you know, you, you did that. That didn't benefit me. That wasn't that wasn't the best move for me. But I get why it was the best move for you. It's all good. I ain't mad at you. Once you get to that level, it's easy to also forgive that person. And because it's easy to forgive that person, sometimes it's easy to let that person linger in your life for too long or let that person back in and they keep making decisions that's you know what i'm saying that don't benefit you or they keep making decisions that's they, that could be detrimental to you at times so i think that you know therapy is just like it's cool but it's like damn like i'm getting a little too soft on these hoes it ain't just all about the hoes sometimes it's just about it's, it, it, it could be friendships too it's shit that I go through with. It ain't all. I don't want to make y'all think it's all about women. Like some, it's friendships that I have that's like they've been lingering a little too long. I've been giving passes a little too long because I'm just so understanding of like, okay, I get this person want to be the main character. I get this person want to be in the spotlight all the time. So I ain't gonna take it personal. This person need that attention. They thrive off attention. So I ain't mad at you know this nigga did this and I ain't like it, but. I ain't going to take it personal because that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. He battling his own battle of needing attention. Like, that's some shit he got to work on. I ain't tripping. But because I ain't tripping, I'm kind of forgiving and I'm kind of setting myself up to be back in that same situation. You know what I'm saying? Where a motherfucker kind of playing a certain way that I don't really, like, I don't really get out like that. But I'm understanding a little too much. So I think my struggle is being understanding, but also drawing that line and saying, like, all right, I get it, but get the fuck on. And I think that, you know, therapy ain't necessarily teaching me to get the fuck on part. But that's something I naturally got that I feel like I'm losing it a little bit. 
Cause that was already my energy before it was my energy before was get the fuck on and I ain't trying to understand shit. I don't give a fuck why you did whatever you did. Fuck you, get the fuck away from me. That was my energy. Now it's like, oh, I get it. I understand you're not a bad person. You're actually a good person who is trying to defend themselves. And this is your defense mechanism by avoiding me or by doing this or by doing that or, you know, doing shit for attention, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it be friendship, whether it be romance, whatever the case may be. Whether it be business, I get it. But I'm not saying get the fuck on no more. I need to get back to that. So I'm like, let me fall back. And the other side is like my dark side. You know, we all got a dark side. Your dark side might be being stubborn, being selfish, um, saying fuck everybody. Like, whatever your dark side is, you might got a little shystiness in you. Whatever your dark side is, we all got one. And I think that therapy made me kind of eliminate my dark side when in reality i needed to just control it and i think we all need our dark side because your 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 the good side of you can't get through every situation because everybody ain't playing fair so love and you know appreciation and, and gratitude that don't get you through every situation in the in in, ca- in the capitalist world that we live in in the dog eat dark world that we live in in the shark tank that we live in like no, you need, sometimes you need to be stubborn. Sometimes you need to say, get the fuck on, fuck you, it's about the money. Sometimes you need to say, I'm going to try to get over on you because I know you're trying to get over on me. This is like, we're doing business negotiations. You're trying to get the most out of the situation. And the more you get, the, the less I get. That's the deal. And whatever deal that's trying to be made, if we trying to throw this event, is all we got is 100%. So if you trying to get 70, that means I'm getting 30. So fuck all the bullshit. Like, I'm trying to get the most. I'm, tr- I'm I'm trying to do what's fair, but at the same time, like we we in this shit for profit. We ain't in this shit for fun. You get what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to be on your fuck the nice shit, fuck the cool shit. Sometimes you got to be on a little bullshit out here in the world that we living in. It don't, you know. So we it apply to business. It apply to to everything. Just the way you moving in life, you need to be stubborn sometimes. So yeah, I need my dark side back. Sometimes I gotta get in in savage mode in every aspect. And in in business for sure, always, but even in relationships, sometimes, sometimes you gotta get on, sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta get in your mode sometimes, man. It ain't always time to be understanding and cheerful for that. Like that energy ain't for everybody. And I think it's best to get away from people who that who you can't just give your good side to. But your dark side is still necessary. You got to tap into that shit when you got to tap into it. And I feel like my dark side, like I've gotten too far away from it for my own comfort. I feel like I need a little bit more of that to balance me back out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm losing my balance a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think that go into like my morals, my belief and my ideals, but it, it just go into my interactions with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still feel how I feel about women about relationships because and i say that a lot of times because a lot of guys a lot of my homies and shit say i, I didn't got too soft on women about the shit i say on the podcast they feel like man you don't you don't be getting on their ass enough like you used to or you da, 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 da. and it's like no nah, i just really understand women a lot more so that's you know i guess we talking about being understanding like i do understand women a lot more so i feel a lot differently than i felt when i was younger and shit like that but at the same time you know this is more so about my interactions with people and um letting people get away with certain shit that I wouldn't have let them get away with before. You know what I'm saying? Um, it ain't, it ain't really, I ain't really on that type of time. So 
I'm falling back off therapy a little bit for a minute. I ain't even told my therapist yet, so y'all heard it here first. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I actually was gonna tell her yesterday we rescheduled the session, so next time I'm, I get in therapy, I'm gonna let her know like, hey, I'm gonna take a little break. I'm gonna try to balance. I, I appreciate everything I was taught. I think it's good to stay in therapy even when you don't got shit serious going on, just because it do keep you um, level headed. Um, and you know, I've gotten over 30 men in therapy since I've been pushing therapy, which is probably been about a year and a half. I've really been pushing. I've been in it for a while, but I've been pushing it out for about a year and a half. And uh, I didn't got 30 guys in therapy. So I'm super proud of that. Over 30 guys in therapy. I'm super proud of that. Um, I don't know how many ladies I've gotten in therapy. Hopefully there's been a few. Um, I've gotten uh, a chick hit me up and let me know that her professor and they way out on the West Coast. She let me know that her professor played my video on sex addiction in their class and made the class do an assignment on the video that I posted on TikTok. She hit me up and was like, oh, my teacher played a video in my class. I'm like, that's crazy. Send me a fucking check. Nah, I don't need no check, though. But that, that, that that's crazy, though, man. Like, so I'm still going to push therapy. I still recommend therapy to everybody. I just think that I personally, Terry... Needs a little bit of a break, man. Like, I need a little break. That's all. That's it. That's all, man. But, hey, listen. This is it. This is it for the month. It's so many more monologues that I have. Like, I got so much shit in my phone that I just want to touch on, that I want to do monologues about. Even some of the stuff me and Cam going to touch on on the podcast, I might still double back and do a monologue about. And also, this is the last thing. I know I've been saying the whole time I've been podcasting, I don't do celebrity gossip because I don't know these niggas. I don't know these niggas and I don't give a fuck. And I damn near live under a rock. I don't be knowing what the fuck be going on. I be so late to shit. I don't follow Shade Room. I don't follow none of that shit. I just, I only follow Spiritual Word recently because we was doing an ad deal with them for Battle of the Sexes Atlanta. Um, but I'm finna unfollow them because I don't want to see that shit. And they talking about it's a fucking gossip page just like shade room and they try to make it like some christian shit i'm like what the fuck is this bullshit like what like the shit they be posting on that don't got shit to do with nothing it just be messy gossipy ass shit like i hate that shit but i say all that to say that i'm not gonna start talking about celebrity gossip directly but i it's a lot of like i guess i would say case studies that i want to do and I got the word case study from, uh, it's this podcast called We Need to Talk. It's one of the dopest podcasts I came across. I really only listen to uh, Michael, I'm talking about Michael, Jordan B. Peterson podcast. Jordan B. Peterson has a podcast. Uh, it's a white guy, older white guy. He's a psychologist. Great podcast. That's the only podcast I really listen to. However, it's another podcast called We Need to Talk. It's a black guy from South Carolina. Fire. Fire fucking podcast. And he do these things called case studies. Um, so that's why I got the word case study from. But I want to start talking about these situations that happen on a public scale between celebrities. And I only want to talk about those because we all see it. But I don't want to talk about the celebrities like necessarily. I want to talk about the situation, taking the celebrities out and just talking about the situation, how our, how our culture approaches these situations, how we're looking at it, maybe switching the mind state to how we should be looking at it. I want to dive into a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the monologues would be about that. So a lot of y'all be hitting me up like, what do you think about Kiki Palmer? What do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And I always say like, bro, I don't know these niggas. I don't want to talk about that shit. But moving forward with these monologues, 
you know, on Patreon, I will be touching on these topics, you know, not directly relating it to the people involved, the celebrity involved, but just talking about it from an aspect of like, if I was in this situation, this is how I would move. And I, I, you know, this is how I think society is looking at this, whether it be the right or the wrong way. So I'm gonna be chopping it up about that, man. But man, it's been a, it's been a journey this August. I appreciate y'all locking in, rocking with me the whole time. Um, St. Louis, I see y'all September 23rd. New York, I see y'all September 29th. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. At Terry Roseland on all platforms. DM me um, so I can get you in the Discord. DM me so I get you in the Discord, man. I appreciate y'all. It's a million and one excuses for a nigga not to get it. If you a nigga looking for excuses, you always be able to find them. But over here, that shit is unacceptable. I always felt like I could do anything. Yes, the vision is clear. The work is easy. I might have thought it was going to take an hour and it took a week. I hustle for my last name. I don't hustle for my first. I'm either gonna make it or I'm not. And when I, if I don't, it, I can't sit back and point the finger at nobody. Words is powerful. You can really impact people. They do not understand who I am. They do. They will not understand till after I'm gone. Would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world, or at peace with yourself and at war with the world?